Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 217 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about the college football bowl games. We have a few things to go over related to football. We're going to talk about a movie that I recently watched and loved. We're going to talk about some goals we have for the new year. I'm not saying that they're extravagant goals, I'm just saying that they're going to do a lot to bring in 2020 fun. So as always, we're so glad you're here. We hope you'll jump over to our Amazon shop if you'd like to see some of the things that we mentioned in our episodes. It's amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. And mostly we're so happy to be with you for episode 217. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Here we are in 2020 fun. How about it? Are we having fun yet? Are we having fun? I don't, fun fun might be a strong word, but (laughs) but I would say I'm optimistic. Yes. Here in this new year, I feel hopeful. I I mentioned on the last episode, I think that I'm, I've been drawn to, to adjectives that, or, or just any word that evokes some degree of hope. So I'm still, I'm trying to stay in that place. I think that's good. I think that's a good place to stay. I'm going to say, which we can backtrack, but I'm going to say I was having a lot of fun in the fourth quarter of the orange bowl on January 2nd is what I I know you were. And I I will say that the third quarter was not quite that happy for you. Because because I tried to be optimistic and say, there's still plenty of time. And you came back with an eye roll, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, weren't having I'm, it. I'm just saying, it's, it's hard as an Aggie fan. You, you know how it is, because it's the same as a state fan. It's just, it's hard to stay in that optimistic place. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. it just, and I felt like we weren't really playing like ourselves. I felt like there were kind of some, there was some bad play calls. There was some missed opportunities down the field. I felt like our mm-hmm. defense wasn't and so I was very concerned and, yes. and it added to that with UNC well number one I felt like we had a point to prove that we should have been in the playoffs so I was concerned about that number two is an Aggie I never want to lose to Mac Brown I don't right. care he's currently at UNC but I was like to lose to Mac Brown right now would feel like the deepest of cuts <laughs> sure and so I was very disturbed because mm-hmm. I was like I'm not going to be able to handle social media if we lose this game, but sure enough, we pulled it out and I was so proud of us. We came through in the fourth quarter, which I think, listen, that's when you win or lose games is in the fourth quarter. Well, I thought initially just that y'all's defense was a little off, but I didn't dare yes. say it as we texted because nobody wants no. to hear that. 
but I felt like after I got your response, when I said, there's still plenty of time, I was like, this is really not the time to analyze the defense. This is not yeah. the time to, <laughs> to dig in there. So I was aware. I was aware at that yeah. point. Let me just say, um, but look, it all worked out. It all worked look out. At it how, look at how it all worked out. It was mm -hmm. so good. I was so happy. I loved the whole thing. I love seeing the guys win. I love this team. I love the attitude of the team. I love the fire of especially the young players on this team. I loved watching Jimbo Fisher. Who knew that he could move so fast right, and be so right. nimble? I mean, he missed the Gatorade bath, which I thought was super impressive. Right. I mean, like, I mean, he moved in such a way that I don't feel like a lot of men his age can move <laughs> that fast. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that he took off his baseball cap like that was going to help him gain some speed. You know, right. like well, that was, was holding him back. Him back. Mm -hmm. It was. Yeah. It was holding him back. Yeah. So I um, feel like across the board with the ball games, um, there was a lot surprising to me, honestly, there was a lot of fire. There was a lot of pep on sidelines. There was a lot of enthusiasm. I mean, I even like the Cincinnati Georgia game, like, yeah, you could tell like Cincinnati came in there with something to prove. And then certainly with Ohio state and Clemson, like Ohio state was fired. Uh -huh. uh, y'all's game. Like I, I expected y'all to be enthusiastic, but like North Carolina was the same way. Like there was, there, there were, there was an excitability factor with the bowls that I did not expect. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like they were, I mean, I felt like by and large, I mean, really kind of the two most boring games in a way were the two playoff games. And I'm just going to say, um, Hey, maybe not put two ACC teams in the college football playoff next time, considering that they went zero and six in their bowl games. Which maybe. Was, yeah. Surprising. And I, and, and again, you and I, had predictions about Clemson, Ohio, and Ohio State, and it's a good thing that we're not betting women. That's <laughs> what I'll tell you. It's a we good had lost. thing, yeah. That that's not our temptation because we would have lost some money. Yeah, we would have lost a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So it was. I I was really shocked that Clemson lost as bad as they did. Like I, I was not expecting that at all. I felt like that was going to be a close game, but I do feel like. Clemson gave Ohio State a well, and I think everybody did. I think Ohio State had a lot of bulletin board material yeah. leading up to the game. I think they sure. had a lot to prove. I feel like Justin Fields is a kid. I mean, he's a gamer, evidenced by the fact that they pretty much broke him in half during the first quarter of that game. That and he came back. Hit. Listen, I thought, well, he may be done. I mean, like, yeah. what happened to his ribs? Yeah. Would put a normal person in an ambulance. Yes. And then, and then he continues not just to play, but to throw the ball like he was. Yeah. Oh, no joke. That kid, he's, he's a competitor. Yeah. No I doubt. Mean, he's a competitor, but I did think, and it was kind of funny because I had, it had, I had forgotten leading up to the game because I gave Trevor Lawrence, but Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields really did team up to get this season to happen. Like they kind of mm -hmm. led that whole movement. So I thought how appropriate that they are both in this game. Um, so anyway, it was, it was really good. I can't wait to see Ohio state, Alabama. Cause I feel like if we get the same Ohio state team that played Clemson, I feel like they're going to give Alabama all they want in that championship it, game. It potentially, I mean, I was not, you know, I was, I was more reluctant for Notre Dame to go into the playoff than Ohio state, uh -huh. but, um, oh, hey, Hazel, she just came in, but, um, I was, 
I have to say, I was impressed by the way Ohio State played. I was impressed mm-hmm. by their demeanor, the whole thing. So I think it could be a really good game. Yeah, I think it could be. And I think Alabama's, I'm just going to go ahead and say, I think their defense is a little bit suspect. Okay. Like speaking of defenses, I mean, I, now their offense, listen, firing on all cylinders. All cylinders. Would I mean, you like for them to run track or would you like for them to play football? They can oh my that. gosh. Mm-hmm. Najee Harris, he, he, he hurdled a, a full grown man. A grown I mean, man. Like, he did. A grown, like it was nothing. Like it mm-hmm. was nothing. I mean, mm-hmm. so I feel like that part is good. Um, but yeah, Notre Dame continues to be the fraud that is perpetuated upon <laughs> America every single year. I mean, they, truly, I mean, it's nothing personal Notre Dame but like you haven't won a big bowl game and they keep putting you in the bowl games and like I feel like the SEC shorts this week really summed it up where it's like you are the champion failure is what you are because you never win I mean so at some point people need to say you know what we need to quit putting them in the big game well I will say I mean we were not in the big game necessarily we were in the um, speaking of fire speaking of fire we were um what was the name? I can't even think of the name of our bowl that we were in. The Armed Services Bowl. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Now, I was happy that 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 we showed some enthusiasm, and that was a chippy game. It yes, like it was. I don't know what happened that both teams got under each other's skin the way they did. We were playing Tulsa, but it was chippy. It was a lot of. I was telling somebody today. It was a lot of. Oh, I need to get up off the ground. I'm just going to put my my hand on your face. Yeah. You know, it was a lot of that. Yeah. A lot of like, Oh, I'm, I think I kicked you on my way up. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I was not a fan of the fight after the game. I will also say I'm not unaccustomed to fights after football games because there's a thing called the egg bowl where they tangle up about every other year. Yes. And in the grand scheme of things, I just, I, I, I wish there hadn't have been a fight, but then there was all, also the moment that, that came out a couple of days later where somebody filmed while the fight was starting, Mike Leach was actually over in the bleachers yes. picture made with some people. Yes. And that felt right to me. That felt, uh-huh. Uh-huh. That felt right. And um, I don't know. I mean, it, they shouldn't have fought, but no. it was not a surprise that they fought given the tone and the tenor of that game. Yes, it was, it was intense. Like the whole game was pretty, I mean, they were, they were definitely, they came in with some, with some anger and some Mm -hmm. testosterone going. And I don't really know. And I think it's funny because you don't typically think, I mean, nobody's like, man, Tulsa and Mississippi State, those are some big rivals, you know, like an egg bowl, you expect it, but right. And the armed services bowl, you know how that all is. It's always, (laughs) it can get real ugly. It can get get real real ugly. So I, you know, I hate it. I, I don't like the way that it, I think there can be better representations of a school than Mm -hmm. that. Um, I also think probably there was a lot of pent up frustration over the course of that game. And so I was happy they won and listen, Will Rogers, come on, Will Rogers. Yeah. I like like Emmanuel Forbes, our our, one, our freshman cornerback, we've got some great young players and I feel like, for them to win that game over a ranked opponent is uh-huh. a good sign going forward. I agree. I think, I think it's a, yeah, I feel like the future, that's how I feel about Aggie football right now. I'm like, the future is bright. I mm-hmm. mean, like, I'm like, we had a true freshman that ended up being the MVP of that game. And I feel real good about that. 
Hey y'all, it's me taking a quick break to tell you about a new podcast sponsor, Sakara. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you put in your body. They have a menu of organic chef curated meals to create a foundation of nutrition, and they have programs for any stage of your life to restore digestive harmony, which I desperately need after the holidays, and regulate cravings. And if you're like me, there's nothing I want more during this time of year than to restore digestive harmony and figure out how to quit eating sugar all the time. Along with their meals, they also have powerful supplements like their prenatal, which is a daily supplement pack containing an algae omega, superfood, multi, super greens, probiotic, choline, and macro minerals designed to support your entire pregnancy journey. They provide all the clean essentials your body needs from folate to calcium and so much more. And they're plant-based, vegan-friendly, and bioavailable. Sakara has received rave reviews from Vogue, Goop, The New York Times, and more. Support your health with Sakara's meal delivery and prenatal vitamins and get the nutrients you and your baby need. Right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order of the prenatals when they go to sakara.com slash bigboo or enter code bigboo at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash bigboo to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash bigboo. Thanks to Sakara for sponsoring the Big Boo cast. I did so. think about, I guess it, maybe it was last night I was thinking about it. Because do you remember when I we talked to Mike Leach on the podcast back during the summer? Yeah. And I said something to him about how ugly the state and Ole Miss game had been a couple of mm-hmm. years ago. And he was not phased by that a bit. He said he just no. wanted people who cared enough to go out there and fight it out and compete. And I would say he had a similar disposition after the the fight this past time. Well, yes. But- I mean, he coached at Texas Tech. I mean, you're <laughs> talking about a guy who coached at a school where they throw tortillas on the field. I mean, at their opponents. I mean, you're talking about a school where they trash the A&M team buses one year. So this is... A fight after a bowl game is child's play to my Yeah, so when they asked him about it and they said, well, what do you think? And he was like, I would tell him not to do it again. But in the Mm -hmm. grand scheme of things, he was not overly um, concerned about it. Well, and I think a lot of these college football, you and I said this a little bit, and I do think it's true. I I think as we saw when Saban couldn't get his headset, he couldn't hear going into halftime. And he was like, I can't hear. And he was like pulling at his headset. And like, you could tell he was so, and I think with Mike Leach making his comment about how they've made everything as joyless as possible. I think these coaches by and large, because they are college football coaches, which means they're a different kind of man. I think they're a little tired of all the pearl clutching of the media. Like, I think they're like, you know what, y'all get over it. Like we're playing football. Everybody's worried about a fight. You're like, guess what football is? The whole game's a fight. So deal with it. Listen, Nick Saban's reaction to that reporter when he was like, I can't hear you. And then she repeated the question more loudly. Like he took his head, headset off and repeated and And she said the question more loudly. And I mean, he gave her a straight up like, what? <laughs> like just, he was so outdone. He was so outdone. He was, and here's what I loved is he was being as polite as he possibly could be in that in, moment. In like, that moment, that was the best he could do. That mm-hmm. was all he had to give was, mm-hmm. I can't hear you. Yeah. So frustrated. I really wanted him to hurl the whole thing across. I don't know. I don't know. It it didn't make me happy, but it tickled me. You know, it just. 
listen, He's it, a mess. It, it made me happy. I'm going to tell you something else that made me, I don't know if it made me happy. It just was one of those things. So, you know, the day at the morning of our bowl game, the Longhorns announced that they were firing Herman, yes. their head coach, who they had ironically. Now, listen, I'm going to, Actually, I'm not going to give them the benefit of the doubt. They said the day before signing day that they were keeping him as their coach mm -hmm. so that all those kids could sign. And then now they decided, well, we wait till the end of the season to make that. And you're like, well, he just won your bowl game. So clearly you were going to fire him. You just didn't know who you were going to hire after Urban Meyer backed out. Right. So, um, so they have hired themselves one Steve Sarkeesian. Yes, they have. The offensive coordinator from the Alabama yes. Crimson Tide. Yes. So, you know, it's, it'll be interesting to see, but I think it's funny because he has not really had a ton of success as a head coach in the different places he's been. And, and, and it was interesting because I did see ESPN did kind of did a roundup and they talked about, you know, schools keep hiring these Alabama coordinators, but I yes. think they're forgetting that Saban is the key component there. Right. Now I will say, I, I, I feel like our coaching winner at the end of this season is one Lane Kiffin. Oh, because, 100%. Because I think what he has done for Ole Miss, and again, listen, I can say this even with my jaw clenched a little bit uh -huh. because it's, it's so clear to see that he has really changed the culture of that football program in terms yeah. of just the overall mood of it. They seem to enjoy the game they enjoy each other they're fun to watch on the sidelines and mm -hmm. almost gave him a contract extension over the weekend after year yeah they one. sure did yeah so, yeah they sure did um because they feel like he's turned it around so much mm -hmm. so i think that I, I don't know i think that that's that's an interesting transition because i don't know if i would have necessarily i thought for sure he was gonna bring some fun to that program but i don't know that i necessarily gave him credit to think that he was going to change the culture of that program, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's kind of fun to see. I mean, you know, just, but just, I think these kids like somebody, here's the thing. I think if you're going to go play football and maybe I'm just speaking, but like they like somebody who's going to shake things up a little bit. Like yeah. if you come in and you make it fun and you create a culture and you buy in. Cause I mean, that's like Jimbo said that after our game. And I think it's so true. Like you look at this team and like he Jimbo has changed our culture from what it was mm -hmm. like, and you can tell these kids love him, like the way he and Mon hugged at the end of that game. I'm right. like, that's, you can't fake that. I'm like those. And I think, I think Kiffin has that same buy-in from his players. Listen, I'm telling yeah. you that the day I saw if first or second game of the season that they were doing offense versus defense baseball games on Fridays before games, I was like, oh, mm -hmm. say that's magic. Just, yeah. it's just like Alex at school, they have one day a week and they, I can't remember what they call it. But they, they work out so many days a week. And then they have one day where they may play kickball or yeah. they may go out and play flag football. Yeah. And like that kind of stuff is, that's fun, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. just fun. Well, and you have to have fun. I think this is a whole, and this is about to take a little more serious turn and I don't mean for it to, but oh, so Caroline, well, Caroline started back to school today for her last semester of high school. It's fine. It's all fine. But she, um, but it was funny because, I mean, she wasn't excited about going back. She said, everybody's back. Everybody's like, it's terrible. Everybody's walking down the aisles. But I'm like, this is what happens with, and I get with Corona, we're in a pandemic. But you just see where like, when you take out that fun and that camaraderie and the things to be excited for and the celebrations and whatever, and you reduce it down to just this, like to just school or just football or just whatever, it takes all the extra. I think it makes it joyless. 
Well, but I think the things like you see Kiffin doing the baseball game or, you yeah. know, all that, that stuff. It, it adds to, you it need adds that to stuff. It. Yeah, for sure. It does. Yeah. You need that stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just been my, that's my, that's my big insight into 2021 so far. We need, to, we need 2025 is what I'm saying. 2025. Well, I, I enjoyed the bowl games this year. I was, I was not necessarily actively looking forward to all the bowl games, but I ended uh-huh. up really getting a kick out of them and, um, and really enjoying watching a lot of different teams play. And I don't know, I thought it was a nice way to wrap up an odd season. So. It was. I thought it was really good. And I really hope I did. I was glad that since I was glad Georgia won, but I was glad Cincinnati played them <clears throat> so close because I do think it continually proves the point. Like I really do wish we'd moved to an eight team playoff. I just, I love the idea of giving a lot of teams the chance to, to play for a national championship. Yeah, I don't know that any team was more excited like that their sideline was more alive than Cincinnati's. There were a couple of times where I felt like they, they clear came out on the field. Yeah. You know, like just fired up. And so Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just fun when something means something to somebody. Yes. I enjoy that. Yeah. It's fun. It's Mm -hmm. fun. And I know Cincinnati was disappointed to not beat Georgia, but they gave them a full game. And I'm like, I think that's, they kind of, they proved their point, even though they didn't win the game, which is good for them. Good for you, Cincinnati. Yeah. They for sure proved their point to me. Yeah. Hey, it's me taking a quick break to tell you about Thrive Market. First of all, I love anything I can get delivered directly to my door. Secondly, I love shopping online and reading reviews. That's how I've found all of my favorite products. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. You can enjoy guaranteed savings and member-only prices. In fact, Thrive Market members save an average of $32 on every single order. This school year for us has been so different for so many reasons. But a lot of the reason is because Caroline comes home a lot during the day in between classes. And so I'm always trying to make an effort to have lots of healthy snacks on hand so she doesn't just walk through the door and fill up on Cheetos. So we love Thrive Market's selection of granola. I also recently tried the Chomps beef sticks that are grass-fed and so unbelievably good. Um, Caroline and I have decided that a chomp stick along with a bag of Wisp cheese crisps is about the perfect lunch or snack. And they have so much more. There's beauty products, which is my love language. Um, A friend recently told me about Egyptian Magic Skin Cream and how it saves her life in the winter, and I knew I'd seen it online at Thrive Market and was able to order it at a discount with my Thrive Market membership. And I just got this bentonite clay face mask that I've been dying to try that's supposed to deep clean all the impurities out of your face, which I'm totally on board with during this season of having to wear a mask. Shopping with Thrive Market is healthy without the hassle. You can easily shop 70 plus diets and values like keto, paleo, gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO, fair trade certified, BPA-free, and more. You can skip the store and the lines. Orders of $49 or more are shipped for free and delivered with carbon neutral shipping from their zero waste warehouses. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bigboo. You can join today and you'll get a free gift of your choosing and up to $24 in value. That's thrivemarket.com slash bigboo to start your risk-free membership and get a free gift worth $24 today. Thrivemarket.com slash bigboo. Um, now, my other highlight of the break, besides the bowl games, was night before last, I think. Well, our friend Joel had said that he had watched Soul, and Alex had watched Soul, the movie that's on Disney+. Plus. Uh, okay. And Joel said he loved it. He felt like it was his favorite Pixar movie. 
And so I was like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll watch it at some point during the break. And so I realized mm-hmm. a couple of nights ago, now's the time. So I sat down and watched it and I am here to tell you, I'm not trying I don't listen. I don't, I hate to, <laughs> to oversell and under deliver. So I'm just yes. telling you my reaction. I can't say this will be everybody's reaction, but I have not responded that viscerally to a movie since I saw La La Land. Okay. There was, and and here's what I think it is. I think it's probably the combination of the story and the music because the, you know, there's, um, soul is about a jazz piano player named Joe Gardner. And so there's just incredible music all the way through. And I love that kind of music. It was the same with La La Land. You know, it had such great music all the way through, but Uh it now again, I don't want to to make more of it than I should, but I'm telling you the gospel was all over it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I felt like that was, I felt like we were uh, headed that way. It was a highlight of, it was, it was the best way I can imagine starting a new year. Maybe not the best okay. way I can imagine, but like it was a great movie and message to start the new year. So, okay, well, I'm going to watch it. I, you know, so the, the brother, well, wait, I'm going to say this wrong. One of Caroline's club soccer teammates, her mom's brother was part of the Pixar group that made that movie. Oh, well. And so she had posted tell about Caroline <laughs> to tell her to tell him that I said, thank you. <laughs> thank you. But it was, he's a San Antonio boy. But I love that. I, um, but anyway, people have been, I've seen raves about it and I have not had a chance to watch it yet. Actually, that's a lie. I have had a chance. I just haven't watched it yet, but I'm putting it on my list because I feel like everywhere I turn, people are talking about how good it is. Well, and I'd seen something where somebody said, like, it's a misrepresentation of heaven. And and, I, and here's what I yeah. want to say that it is not the holy word of God. It yes. is a Pixar movie. Yes. So we can lighten up a little bit yes. and enjoy the story because that story says so much about so many things. And I'm trying not to be specific because okay. I haven't watched it, but I just like, when I tell you, I sobbed like wow okay. in that movie and I and it, it was the same as when La La Land when I watched La La Land the first time um when Emma Emma Stone was singing um here's to the ones who dream yeah I started crying yes. and I could I couldn't pull myself together and uh-huh. there was a moment a similar moment in in Seoul where I started to cry and I thought I'm never not gonna be able to pull myself together not gonna be okay. able to do it and so I just I just cried. It's beautiful. All right. Well, I'm putting it on my list. I'm going to watch it before the week's out. So Mm -hmm. I can't wait. I can't wait. I've heard such good things about it. I feel, but, and here's the thing is I feel that people want to nitpick and say whatever, but I'm like, Cinderella was also not a real representation of marriage. So let's not nitpick about our animated films. You know, sometimes you just have to take them for the beautiful art that they are. Right. And they're bigger. There's just big lessons in there, like big, beautiful lessons. Okay. And embedded in that story. And even the next day when I was talking to Alex about it, I started crying again. Okay. Like I just, it, it just hit on some things that really matter to me. And so, and I think it's going to be the same for you. I think it's going to hit on some things that really matter to you. And, um, and man, it's just beautiful. So I can't wait. mm -hmm. I I can't recommend it enough. That's what I will say. All right. Well, mm-hmm. that's exciting. Gives me something to look forward to. I know I kind of got in a drought. I feel, well, I watched bowl games and then I watched, I don't know. I, 
but I kind of got in a thing the other night where I was like, what am I going to watch? Like, well, I'm, I'm done. Like what I've finished, I've finished Netflix. <laughs> I'm and at like the I end can't, of the internet. Mm-hmm. I'm at the end of the internet and I can't watch anything like I'm here because Perry leaves to go hunting a lot. So I can't watch anything. Like there's a couple of things that I think seem interesting to me, but they could potentially be kind of scary or creepy. And I mm-hmm. can't watch any of that kind of stuff when he's gone. Um, so, but I started watching again, life in pieces on Amazon, which I've mentioned before. It's just like yes. a 30 minute sitcom, but I started watching it again. Cause I'd kind of forgotten about it. I'm telling you, if you need like just a fun light, make you laugh, relatable show about family. I love life in pieces. Like, okay. I think it's so funny and I still can't get over that. I haven't heard more about it, but like, I think it's funnier than modern family. Like, I think it's so word. I know that's, but I'm just saying, I like the characters so much. I think they're so relatable the way the family interacts. I just think it's really funny. So okay. and it's, a, it's a good, easy, um, if I just want to sit and color by number and watch a show, <laughs> Listen, did I, I even told you that a couple of weeks ago I was playing a hidden object game. Yeah. One of the one of the the games within the game that I had to play was solitaire. Oh. Now, I used to play solitaire all the time when I lived in Starville. Like I, that was just I could play solitaire like actual solitaire with actual cards. I played it all the time. Mm-hmm. And I haven't in a long time. And it was like a switch turned on when I played it. And so I found a solitaire app and I have been playing me some solitaire these weeks. Okay. Mm -hmm. I may add that to my repertoire. I'm going to tell you, I was so stressed out during that A&M North Carolina game. About midway through the third quarter, I started coloring by numbers. Because I was like, I can't. That's what it it is for me. It's like a coping mechanism, you know? Yes. that I don't know. I didn't even know I'd missed it. And it was like, oh, solitaire. I'd forgotten mm-hmm. about you. And now I have apps to play solitaire with. I felt uh-huh. like I was on my daddy's like Dell computer back in 1991. Yeah. You know? That yeah. was when okay. that was the only game you could get. Oh, I'm totally doing that. I'm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I used to play solitaire with real cards. I mean, that was like a regular for me when I was bored as I would sit and play solitaire. Hey y'all, it's me here to talk about my favorite obsession, best fiends because I just need a brain break sometimes from all the crazy that's going on in the world. I need to do something that gets my mind off all the stresses of life and the fact that I have a senior in high school who's on her last semester. And that's when I like to play a few levels in Best Fiends, the five-star rated mobile puzzle game. I love playing Best Fiends while Perry is watching TV because I usually have no interest in what he's watching. And it's a great way to pretend I'm listening while I'm not really listening. And true story, I cleared so many levels while I watched The Crown that I'm currently on level 525 and not one bit sad about it. There is nothing as satisfying as moving to the next level and feeling like I've accomplished something while relaxing at the same time. It's basically my version of needlepoint or doing a fun puzzle. Best Fiends is a great way to pass time when you're bored, waiting on hold for the cable company, which is the worst, sitting in a doctor's office, or whenever you just need a quick brain break and want to do something that doesn't require a ton of thought. It's free to download and the fun never ends. That's not an exaggeration. There are 5,000 levels, which I'm so grateful for because I'm afraid someday I could possibly finish them all. And now I know that's not possible. Just don't blame me if you end up a little bit obsessed because I blame Sophie for getting me addicted in the first place. You can download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. 
you know, I love cards. Like I love playing cards. Me I love too. Playing spades. And I uh-huh. just, I feel like I'm going to say right now, there are two things I want to do more of in 2021. I want to play more cards. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's a good goal. I feel like that's good. Oh gosh. That sounds honestly like I'm 102. I want to play. Let's put that on a shirt. I want to play more cards. cards. Dream big. Dream big. I want to read more books. I did did much better this past year with my reading. (laughs) I really did. This this is the, this is the 2021 goal list of Brighton Gardens nursing home. I would (laughs) like to I know. I mean, this is, this is, we've had a low bar coming out of 2020, right? Like we don't need to do fancy things. I would like to wear more t-shirts. I I would like to wear my hair in a clippy more (laughs) to put on my robe often. (laughs) But this is where we are. So I did better last year with my reading. I, you know, I had really been a horrible reader in 2019, but 2020, guess what? Some time opened up. Yes. But I want to continue to read. I would actually like to read a little bit more because I am a happier person when I am reading. When, when, when I am reading more, I am mm-hmm. less likely to doom scroll and all the things. So, yes. so I want to read more and I would like to play more cards. So. Okay. All right. I'd like to eat more soup. I'd like to be able to eat solid foods two or three times a week. The whole thing with this on Instagram. I want, we're going to find out what are people's low level goals for 2021. I know your low level goals. Uh Uh Yeah. No need, no need to know, but we don't want to hear about you running a 5k. We're not interested uh -uh. in that. No, I want to know if you want to incorporate more red peppers into your life. That's what I want to know about. So I'm going to, I'm going to say right now, this episode will come out at eight o'clock. Uh-huh. I'm going to be on Instagram right after that. We're going to have us, we're going to have us a little, yep. Yep. a little time to contribute what your low level goals are. Don't shoot anywhere near the moon. This is, we're going <laughs> to shoot for the horizon. We're shooting for just the, we're, we're going to shoot for the nearest tree branch. That's what we're going for. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. So. I, I'd, I, like I don't to, I'd like to organize my holiday napkins. I've noticed that there. <laughs> but don't you think those are the kinds of things that actually like deeply enrich your life? Oh, I'll feel accomplished for days if yes. I was to like put my like, I mean, in fact, I told Perry today, so this is so funny because Caroline got that espresso machine for Christmas. And so right. we, well, I ordered like a little table from Amazon for her to put it in her room. And I was putting that thing together today, which was really screwing like four legs into a piece of wood. And I told Perry, I said, I can straight up make some Amazon furniture. Like this is a gifting. Like, and I was just screwing in that. But I felt so accomplished getting that table set up. Listen, you're Ben Napier in the Scotsman and Company wood shop on, on I, hometown. Like I you am. might as well be planing an old piece of oak you got out of somebody's barn it's exactly Mm -hmm. right that's with my 35 dollar table that i got from amazon i just Mm -hmm. i I put in those four screws and set (laughs) that deal up it was like i built it by hand Mm -hmm. you felt basically like somebody who who like i don't know conquered the west that's it that's Mm -hmm. it yeah so that's yeah i think don't underestimate a low-level goal i'd like to maybe organize the medicines in my medicine cabinet that's That's, a good one that's uh a good one um here's another one of my my low level it's not really a goal but i've been thinking about it a lot and I, i think it's because it's the new year and so i always try to 
to think about what have I been cooking? What do I need uh-huh. to not cook so much? Cause I'm burning people out on it. What are new things I could cook? And um, the last couple of days I've been thinking a lot about salad. So, okay. <laughs> all right. This, listen, this, they're going to recategorize this podcast. If somebody <laughs> listens to it, oh, <laughs> it's just, you can find it under mammal. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but I've been thinking about salad because I feel like I get in a rut with salad. Uh-huh. And this morning I was really craving just like a big crunchy salad. So I, I went to the grocery store and I have so many crunchy vegetables and wisps and croutons and things like that, that I'm going to make a gigantic salad with tonight. Okay. So just like an old school gigantic, I'm going to toast some pecans. I just, I just want crunchy things. Okay. So I, I would, I would be interested in new salad recipes. I feel like, so I'm, listen, I'm going, I'm going to go to the third thing. Um, more cards. Yes. Um, more reading, more books uh-huh. and more salads. More salads. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I could eat soup or not eat soup. I could. <laughs> right. Yep. That's exactly what, right. Now, will you make the salad? Will it be your main course for dinner? Will your guys eat the salad? I'm, in, I'm intrigued about this. It will not be my main course. I'm going to, okay. I'm, I think after we finish this, I'm going to go put some chicken and some butter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to put some chicken and some buttermilk. Um, I just, somebody needs to play a fiddle right now is all yeah. I <laughs> I have found, and I know you don't like dealing with chicken, but the buttermilk is so helpful for the chicken because yes. it breaks it down. It makes it more tender. So I'm going to do something with chicken. And then I have, some I reckon bread. you're going to cook some biscuits with that or are you, <laughs> I reckon, no. I am going to do something with chicken. I'm not sure what. Okay. And then I have some red potatoes. I'm going to roast some red potatoes because Alex okay. really loves when I roast red potatoes and put Greek seasoning. That, oh, that is good. It. Okay. So, and then a salad. And then a salad. It'll be And then what will you do? What will your dressing situation? Do you do, or do you do a homemade dressing if you're feeling salad I'm, ambitious or do you do a store-bought dressing? No, I will. I will I'll make some ranch. I'll do okay. a, a homemade ranch situation. So. Okay. Okay. Um, I, now it's funny you mentioned salad because I was actually watching Elizabeth Hasselbeck stories today on Instagram. Yes. And she did. So our neighbors gave us our across the street neighbors who we adore, they have a garden. And so they had given us kale, which is apparent it's Russian kale, which I have to say was really good. It was a little bit softer than traditional kale. That's a good thing. Um, And so I like between new year's and, or between Christmas and new year's when I just felt like I had turned into a sugar cookie, I started doing, I love kale and then just with a little bit of lemon and olive oil and then black pepper and Parmesan. Mm-hmm. That's like one of my favorites. Like I yes. can eat that all the time, but I noticed Elizabeth Hasselbeck made one today with kale. And then she did a table, a teaspoon of maple syrup and olive oil. And then she marinated some pears and balsamic with oh. salt and pepper. And she squeezed a little lime on it. Yes, she and did. Then she added some dried cherries and oh. added some Parmesan cheese. And this I was is a like, fancy salad. but that Yes, sounds, but I was like, that sounds delicious. delicious. Like, I like that's all my, like, taste profiles. Because mm-hmm. there's a restaurant here, Trattoria. It's an Italian restaurant. But they always have a market salad anytime you go in, which is whatever their salad. And they always do the best combinations. Like, it's stuff that you're like, I could do this at home, but I'm not going to do this at home. 
but it's like or got pears or apples and then like with different kinds of cheeses and toasted yeah. walnuts and like if somebody would just make me that every yeah. day I would eat it but yeah. I'm just not always good about getting all the stuff I don't think a lot about you know what I'm gonna buy pears I don't buy pears a lot no. I don't mm -hmm. buy dried cherries a lot but if I had the the right salad recipe I would I would certainly try it and and even as you were talking about that I remember that I have in the refrigerator I love Trader Joe's has an it's an unexpected cheddar is that what it's called with some yes. parmesan yeah. and a white cheddar that's delicious and has little crunchy things mm. and I'm, now I'm really excited I'm gonna put that in my salad yeah, that'll be, see, that's perfect. Yeah, I do love a salad when I'm in the mood for it, but I've learned like, I like a kale salad. I like an arugula salad. I don't, don't come at me with your iceberg lettuce. Right. I can, I can tolerate romaine, but it's not my favorite. I like um, romaine I, and I like spinach a lot. Yeah, I like spinach a lot. I like spinach mm -hmm. a lot. Perry says that all of my salads that I really like tend to taste like you're eating a tree outside. <laughs> yeah. Just... yeah, David, sometimes if I really, if I get like a spring mix or, and I really like arugula, I don't like uh -huh. kale as much, but um, he, he will say, it feels like a lot of weeds. It feels like we got yeah. a lot of weeds in here, but uh -huh. that's okay. But I'm going to do spinach and romaine tonight. I love spinach. Yeah. If, if I mix my spinach with romaine, I like it. If it's straight mm -hmm. up romaine, it's fine. If it's a Caesar, but I also like it. I need it to be mainly the green romaine. Don't get down to the white part of the no, romaine. For me. No. Um, you know, I realized over Christmas and I had never really considered it before. And I can't even remember why I was confronted with it. I, uh -huh. I, if I'll think about it, but I realized that shredded lettuce, when people take like Ugh. a head of iceberg lettuce and shred nope. it. Nope. Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. It's no, like, it's that's like, like what you get at Subway sandwich shop. I, and, and I can't remember again why I, I was confronted. It's not anything I made. We must have gotten takeout from somewhere uh -huh. that had it. And I was like, this is essentially like somebody has given you a, a bowl full of grass. Yes. Like, mm. Yes. Yeah. And not even real grass, like Easter grass. Yeah. Like it's like the, it's, it's the worst. It doesn't it's, crunch. It does. no. I know what it was. It ended up, Alex, David does not like Chipotle, but Alex and I do. Yes, I do too. You know, Chipotle will deliver for no money. And so yes. um, Alex and I got Chipotle one night and they had accidentally, I did not request, uh, bowl, but they had put shredded lettuce in my bowl and it, it, it was a challenge for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I've done that. I've gotten the Chipotle lettuce without realizing what it was going to be. And I do not care for that. Mm -mm. I do, I do not. You can, listen, you could chew it for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just a mm -hmm. texture that's not pleasing. No, it's just like, it's like eating confetti. Other <laughs> <laughs> than that, we have no feelings about shredded lettuce. No, I thought mm -mm. you also did not like it too, because I feel like we've been in some situations where we have, uh, gotten some food that had shredded lettuce yeah. and had a similar reaction. We had a similar. How reaction. many times have we ordered? How many times have we been somewhere like Ohio and ordered nachos uh, and they come at they come to the table with like a pile of shredded, like a, they shredded a whole head of iceberg. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh mm -hmm. God, that's the worst. That. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. oh, mm -mm. Well, that sounds terrible. Those are our thoughts. Yeah, it, it's right up there to me. See, and I'm putting it in the same category. Shredded chicken is the same. I don't, <laughs> I don't need any kind of shredded chicken. I don't know of a shredded food I like. Maybe I don't mind cabbage if it's shredded because it's still crunchy. But 
Yeah, that's true. Cabbage is good. And I even like cabbage. There used to be a place here in San Antonio that did cabbage in their tacos instead of lettuce. And I, I loved that. That was so good. I've also ha- I have some purple <clears throat> cabbage to go in my salad because, you know, it's real oh, crunchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. That's a I'm good. Not messing around about the crunchy no. salad. You're sitting here talking about this and it's dawning on me that it's 420 and I haven't really let my family know that we have no plan for dinner tonight, okay. <laughs> by which I mean, I have no plan for dinner tonight. But I cooked a lot leading up to, because I'm trying to think, I'd made like New Year's Eve, what did we do? Or the day before New Year's Eve, I made something. I can't remember. And so New Year's Eve, Perry and Caroline were going hunting and they weren't going to be home till later. So I was like, we'll just eat leftovers. And then we did a big meal New Year's Day night. We did like grilled and, you know, did twice baked potatoes and the whole thing. Mm. And then Gully had bought a ham which was too small for the ham that she needed. So she was like, do you want this ham? So Gully came and brought me a ham. And so then like Saturday night we had ham and mac and cheese. And so I feel like I've cooked a lot. Mm -hmm. So I know it's like the beginning of a week and it's a new year and I should, but I was like, "Eh, we're just, I'm, I just didn't pull it together. I was Mm -hmm. like, we're just going to pick something up tonight. So um, I haven't ordered normally Mondays. Like I order my groceries. I do all my stuff, but that has not happened. Okay. Well, just get takeout. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to order okay. take be my low bar. I'm going to try to order more takeout in 2021. <laughs> a good one. It's a good yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. So are we ready for five favorites? Yeah. Are we ready? It's your week. Yeah. It's my week and I have five okay. things. As, as I can't wait to hear. You would expect from the phrase five favorites. Okay, so my first thing is a podcast episode that I listened to before, I think before, yeah, it was right before Christmas one day when I was walking. Normally, I just listen to music when I walk. But again, another thing I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to incorporate more podcast listening while I walk Mm, because it's a good time to listen to them. So um, I listened to Annie Downs' Christmas party episode with Amy Grant. Mm-hmm. And if you're, if you're looking at, if you want to look it up on whatever podcast app you podcast app you like, um, it's Christmas party episode eight with Amy Grant on the that sounds okay. podcast. And let me just tell you, I, you know, I have so many nostalgic feelings about Amy Grant anyway. Yeah. I just, you know, she was the voice. She was the singer that really, I feel like was my, I feel like she was my companion almost from the time I first came to Mm -hmm. faith as a teenager, all the way through college. I mean, like she was just a a, a constantly present voice in my life. And so I loved listening to her so much and she tells some incredible stories um, and just, it's so encouraging and so tender in some places but also really funny and I mentioned I think on social media that I um, had listened to it and that I had loved it and Mm -hmm. not too long after that I got a message from a friend of mine or a friend of both of ours actually that um, that we know through compassion and he said have you ever met her and he said have you ever seen her in concert and I said I Mm -hmm. have I've seen her like two or three times I think yeah he said, have you ever met her? And, and I said, no, one time I, I saw her across a room, but I was too chicken to say anything. And he just said, what a, just a gracious, lovely, wonderful person she is. And 
oh, I would say okay. that, that I believe that, that this episode bears that out. It's really, it's a, another great thing to listen to at the beginning of the year. So, okay. I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to listen to it. Okay. Second thing also tied into the beginning of the year. You know, I love at the, the end of the year, beginning of the year, I like to sit down and reflect. I like to have some things that I'm, I'm mm-hmm. reading in the mornings. I just, I like to kind of think about the year behind me and what I hope for the year ahead and all that kind of stuff. And Emily Freeman has a journal that's called the next right thing journal. She's written a book Mm -hmm. called the next right thing that came out. How long ago was that? Like a year and a half ago? Uh, What does time mean anymore? What does time (laughs) mean? But this is a a journal. It does. You don't have to read the book to do the journal, but I Mm -hmm. love how it's organized because it's, you go by seasons and then it just has the most gentle leading Emily questions. Okay. To kind of, and to help you think through your weeks and your months Mm -hmm. and the season and time to reflect on stuff. And, you know, because Melanie and I are both nines, we're not good with our feelings in the moment. Yes. We need an Emily to, to, or we need that kind of practice to prompt us to, to think about how we feel about things. And Mm -hmm. I know I've said this on Patreon. I don't know if I've seen, said this on the, uh, on the regular episodes, but I was in California with Emily back in February and talking through something. And she asked me one question that like, was it was such a like a, a turning point of clarity in my life with just mm-hmm. that one question she's just a great question asker so if you like to journal but also want to journal constructively in terms of really thinking through some things I think it's a great resource so okay that. okay that's good to know third thing is every January I like to get new running shoes or walking shoes and you know I'm a Brooks loyalist when it comes to my walking shoes I have mm-hmm. other shoes that I love to wear but for my walking I really like the Brooks and um, I got the new Brooks Adrenalines that I think they're called the Adrenaline GTS 21s I don't know why yes. shoes have to have sound like your uh-huh. but they do um, but they are fantastic they're um, the, the reason why I like them is because they are really supportive on the sides like they kind of keep my foot straight whereas I because I have a tendency to kind of roll it out a little bit mm-hmm, that keeps mm-hmm. my, my feet like on track but it's really cushy in the heel so you just get this with this That's great good. roll off when you wear them so if anybody's looking for any running shoes I highly recommend that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, fourth is the soul soundtrack, the soundtrack to the movie. Oh, okay. I so, love the soundtrack. Surprising no one. Now this one does not have a lot of words. So okay, that's okay. It has a rap by David Diggs, who was Thomas Jefferson and Hamilton mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Lafayette. Um, it has a couple of songs that have lyrics, but mostly it's jazz. And then this really kind of trippy uh, Trent Reznor, John Baptiste, who does the music for the Stephen Colbert show, did all the jazz. And then Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails did all the, the trippy stuff that, oh, okay, like the real ethereal stuff. So it's mm-hmm. this odd little mix, but it's so good to have on like background music if you're trying to work or I've, I've listened to it when I've been trying to write. Um, so it's, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's as okay. beautiful as the movie is. All right. I love, okay. I love that. Mm-hmm. Good. Sometimes I like a good, just easy, like something you can put on for background music, you know? Yes. Do you do Spotify mostly or Apple music? I do Spotify. Okay. I'm a Spotify person, but you know, I've got that Alexa for Christmas. And so I wonder if I'm not about to switch to Amazon music. 
Okay. I've heard a lot of people say that actually. That yeah, it, because it, it Amazon Music plays with Alexa better okay. than Spotify does. I don't know why that is, but um, but it's made me wonder if I'm gonna switch over. I haven't committed yet, but um, but because the problem with me is is I get a subscription to one thing and I forget to sub- cancel my subscription to another thing, and all of a sudden I'm like, why am I spending $150 a month <laughs> in Hulu, Netflix, Amazon, Apple, you know? So didn't you have didn't you have Apple Music for a while? Yeah, Caroline, not Caroline's strictly Apple Music. Okay. So, yeah, so I just have always, spot of, you know, it falls in that thing of, you know, it's like you and I've talked about, like you get to a point where you're like, I can't learn one more thing. Like right. this is what I know right now. And I already knew how to do Spotify and it's what I was used to. And so I just stuck with it. And so, okay. um, but you know, the kids like the new things. So Caroline's all Apple Music. So I could switch. I just, I just, you know, I'm, I'm a nine. I don't, I, I don't change quickly. You do whatever you like. I'm not, I was not trying to pressure you to change. No, I didn't feel pressured. I'm just, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I didn't feel pressured. No, I, but I'm an Apple Music person is why I was, mm-hmm. I was asking. I couldn't remember which one you were. Um, I was going to say on Apple Music, there is a, like a, a playlist that's called Piano Chill. And it's changes all the time. It's just one of the Apple music playlists, but it's the best writing music. It's so good. I mean, any, I guess any activity where you are trying to concentrate and don't need the distraction of a lot of different paces Mm -hmm. and a lot of different lyrics, but it's really good. It's one of my favorite things to listen to. Yeah. Right. Um, Okay. And then my fifth thing is an Instagram account. I love that. You Mm -hmm. know, I'm excited about that. I know called the salted table which is a man in nashville named charles hunter the third and i first started following him following him i think on twitter when melissa moore recommended him at some point during quarantine like if you need a break from all the the sad stuff this is a great account to Mm -hmm. follow and he is a personal chef and he makes the most beautiful recipes and but it's also like it's not all fancy food it's a Mm -hmm. lot of southern food a lot of comfort food but just done in really beautiful ways and so I love following him because he I don't know it's just comforting you know sometimes it's like he just he makes biscuits and he makes pies and cinnamon rolls and scones and oh and he does a lot of video and the sound of stuff frying and simmering mm-hmm. and all that but he's a delight and okay. so I'm following him right now mm-hmm. and you know I just again we talked about this this last week I think but just it's fun to have really beautiful content and he yes. makes really beautiful content and also really seems to be a gifted chef so um okay anyway he's fun to follow on instagram or twitter he's the salted table on both and he also has a patreon where he cooks and then shares the recipes so if somebody's wanting to cook a little bit more wants a little instruction as they cook or whatever that would be a good a good thing to look okay at. I followed him not really because I want to cook anymore but because I like to watch other people cook I like I to see, I like to see like oh that looks delicious and then I can think about it and then someday I may make it but probably I'm not going to but I just like to sit and think about it you know he made I just clicked on this post but one day he made some ranch and parmesan pie dough crackers oh that sounds delicious doesn't that sound delicious? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so a lot of his stuff, kind of like Half-Baked Harvest, it's not complicated, you know, it's just 
really beautiful real food done fairly simply and I don't know I just I get a big kick out of him so okay that sounds you know I I kind of decided the other day I think that parmesan is my favorite of all the cheeses I would agree with that I love mm-hmm. parmesan I I really we could do a patreon episode on parmesan I, we could I have a lot of feelings <laughs> about it <laughs> I would really I think that's really the thing that would take us to the next level. I, I really believe we've really just hit on, go for your dreams, kids. What we're going to do is we're going to wear more t-shirts. We're going to eat more salads and we're going to talk about all the great things about Parmesan cheese. We are, but it's so good. It's so, so good. Because it's good as a topping. It's good yes. in mac and cheese. Yeah. It's good as a snack. It's, it's the best snack. I it love is. when I'm cooking to get out, the, if like, especially if I'm using Parmesan, to, to cut off a little, a hunk of it and then uh-huh. slice it real thin. Yes. Like just in little thin slices. Oh, yeah. it's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the best. If I'm going to have a night cheese, it's going to be Parmesan with some crackers. It, you it's know? a great night cheese. It really mm-hmm. is. Yeah. So anyway, so those are my five things. Okay. Well, those are great. I loved mm-hmm. hearing those things. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, when you were talking about the podcast with Annie Downs, I was going to, this is like a, on a business note, but I felt like I posted about Patreon. This is just for those of y'all who maybe have thought about doing Patreon, but haven't moved to Patreon. Um, but we had a lot of questions about, or I got a lot of questions about people asking where you listen to Patreon or how you can uh, listen to Patreon or if yes. you can listen to it on the go. And so Sophie actually sent me a great article and we'll put the link in the show notes of this that tells you all the different ways that you can listen to Patreon. Yes. And so that'll help eliminate those questions about, because I didn't even know the answer to that question. But, <laughs> right. um, yeah. Because it's I'm real, very... You can add it to most podcast apps. Um, you get, again, the article will explain it, but you can listen to it on the go. You can't. Yeah. And you also yeah. get to, you can listen to all of them. You don't just get whatever we do from here on out. You can go back and listen to everything from, when did we start in August of 2019? August of 2019. So you can listen to us pre-pandemic, mid-pandemic. Yes. yes. And yeah. And, and stay tuned for our upcoming Patreon on the benefits and delights of Parmesan cheese. Parmesan cheese. <laughs> that should really make it subscribe it's, right now. It's our, it's our full transition into delicious dish. Yes. Uh, it really is. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've I think after you watch soul, I think we're going to end up doing a Patreon episode on soul. Oh, good. Oh, I would love that. Okay. Well then there's I'm, I'm going to get there. It. Mm-hmm. Well, the gospel, I hear the gospel's all over it. Gospel's all over it. All over it. All right, y'all. Well, thanks as always for being here. You'll see we have a new podcast graphic. We have yes, a new logo do. and it, it's rolling out for the first time on, um, on this particular episode. So yeah. And what a remember, day. Yeah. Have a great week. Mm-hmm. Shoot for the horizon <laughs> for the nearest tree branch. That's right. Live out your dreams. That's right, kids. That's right. All right. We'll talk to y'all later. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.
Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.